0: Every, everything is connected. Like, like, and I was reminded that I was in a workshop yesterday on, um, on dieting, on uh, our relationship with food. And mm-hmm. it was interesting because the, the uh, uh, facilitator of the workshop was talking about how your relationship with food is really the relationship that you have with a lot of everything in, in, in life. You know, like, look back, right? You've probably handled some stuff that you thought, oh, my God, how am I ever going to get past this?
1: You still have those thoughts, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know.
0: I know. But, you really but here you are. Here you are.
1: Yeah, and really, really what has been helping once that switch <laughs> was flipped for me more recently is constantly getting back to the present moment. What do I need to do today? Yes. But those are the things that I need to take action on so that I can make things happen in the future. What is the one thing I can do, the two things or the three things I need to do right now for that? i Light.
0: And I'm Rick Rupenthal.
1: Welcome to An Honest Look.
0: Where we look at transformation from the inside out.
1: Unplugged.
0: Unscripted.
1: And in the moment.
0: Real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll edit this out. <laughs> oh,
1: you are recording
0: me. <laughs> I hit the record button. Then you went. Oh, I got it. I I got it. <laughs>
1: Right <laughs> everyone, I'm cleaning my nose.
0: <laughs> oh okay. yeah. Well at least it's not live.
1: <laughs> yeah. That would have been fun.
0: Yeah, that would have been funny. Yeah. All hey. right. Okay. Hey.
1: <laughs> Hi everyone. Welcome hello, hello. Yes.
0: Hi, Fatih. Good to see you again.
1: Good to see you too. I love seeing you. Every oh. Tuesday, Tuesday, Monday, Thursday, whenever it is that we record this.
0: I got an email this uh, this morning, and yeah. it told me it was from Spotify, and it and it said, "Happy anniversary."
1: Ah. Yeah, we our anniversary uh, we've
0: we've had our podcast up and running uh for one year even though um you know we're, we're we're missing a few weeks but we've been out there in the public for for a year now so congratulations
1: well we've been out there in the public as a podcast for a year but like we've been around with our show for is it two years we started in November, almost two years, November of 2021, I feel like.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it, it'd be interesting to check it out. But I think it is. I, I think you're right. It was two years. And then after a year of um, uh, Wednesday Wellness, we morphed into An Honest Look. And at that time, we decided that we needed to do an actual podcast, too, instead of the, the live shows. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been it's been quite quite an interesting journey
1: <laughs> quite an interesting journey and today is uh October 18th this may not go it's not gonna go on air today but um, it is our anniversary so yeah
0: yeah it's um you I know
1: to us <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah where's the cake come on for champagne or something <laughs> right yeah I never even thought about that but you know I I, I really wanna highlight the idea of you don't have to have your whole shit together to do stuff.
1: Yeah. Yes. You know,
0: I I remember there were times, you know, in my younger days, um, you know, where I would have this, you know, an idea of doing something and it was like, oh, I can't do it because I haven't got this done, or I haven't, you know, I gotta get this or this. I mean, there are challenges. There's no no doubt about it. There's challenges all the time, but when they become created, when you create them in such a way that either slows you down or stops you from moving forward, um, it it becomes less of an adventure. It becomes, you know, and and I think what I appreciate about what we did was we did everything spontaneously, in in the sense. We didn't go, oh, well, we have to do a bunch of stuff. We have to prepare ourselves. No, I mean, obviously, we we kind of talk a little bit about, you know, what do we what are we going to be talking about just to get our mindsets, you know, right direction. But, you know, um, take our example. Just do it.
1: Just do it. And also, I feel like I love that you touched upon the fact that we don't prepare. I mean, it's very minimal preparation. Yes, yeah. What yeah. is the topic? Is this something that you feel like you can expand on? Is this something that we feel like people would get value from?
0: Is it relevant? Is yeah. it
1: relevant? Yeah. And just that's our preparation, right? And and I actually love that because it, it creates that more spontaneous dialogue. Uh, I think that as good as a speaker as you may be, when things are rehearsed and prepared, they come across as rehearsed and prepared. Yeah. Uh, no matter how well you deliver them, it just shows. Because your, your brain is searching for the memory versus speaking from a place of knowing, right? And like being in present and engaged in the conversation in the moment, even if it's just a one-way in delivering a speech, there is a difference there. I mean, I've seen people that um, I actually know really well that speak often, and they do really rehearse and prepare, and like there's a lot of thoughtfulness and thinking that goes behind it. And sometimes I even wonder, isn't it the same speech you've given multiple times? <laughs> and and it does come across a little bit rehearsed, and you know. I'm, depending on what you're talking about, that may be appropriate or not. But I personally find so much value in just showing up and trusting that what matters and what's relevant will come up in that moment. And also be prepared in this case to just engage in the conversation that comes up, which is not necessarily all under my control because you're there and whatever you bring up That i'm going to respond
0: to which is not something that you can prepare out of time no no and i've i've actually have heard a couple of stories over this last week um when you talk about being prepared um somebody was talking about um uh you know like joke telling right you know it's like they 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 did this joke and it landed and everybody was you know laughing and then they did the same joke again next the following week with a different audience and it went flat (laughs) Kind of thing, you know. So it's sort of like in in there's a lot of magic that happens being in the moment, and then seeing what surfaces, right, um, and and then responding accordingly.
1: Right, and there's a lot of uh, it, it. Actually, is a place that you get to by working on guess what, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Working on yourself <laughs> by working on trusting. Yeah, you can respond in the moment. So, I mean, I could argue that it's actually a little bit harder um, unless you really shift your mindset onto and, and you have that deep trust in yourself that no matter what, the knowledge is there, you're going to be able to tap into it. That no matter what, you're going to know how to respond, right?
0: Well, and the, and and that's where I, where I was referring to about the magic part and and the trusting part because it is when you sort of, okay, I'm going to, you know, test it out, right? When you test it out, you start to realize, oh, you know, actually this is a lot easier. This is, this is so much easier because I have less to prepare for. I just need to, you know, show up with a clear, con- like clear mind. And, and then that allows me to grab whatever knowledge I have, you know, you're, you're responding in the moment and um you know and that's what i appreciated about you know some of the paramedic training was you know you showed up and you responded accordingly like the more the less prepared you were in the sense of of going down a particular path a treatment path even before you saw the patient got you in more trouble right because and it's like a coaching conversation it's like uh, going into a meeting you know the the yeah there's some preparing that you need to do but when you prepare to go in based on the last interaction you had you're setting yourself up for for trying to manipulate what's happening in front of you yeah 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 You're,
1: you're like trying to control versus allowing things to just unfold yes you know that that control piece sometimes like i said is appropriate right but in something like this, that's dynamic, that's supposed to be an honest conversation, right? This is how we keep it honest. We just show up in the moment and we speak from our truth, from our knowledge, from really a deep place of honesty mm. with ourselves and with, the, and with the audience. And I think we, you know, I really want to celebrate that with you today because I feel that we are doing that. Yeah. And and it's not just, and the reason why we're talking about this is not so much we're just sit here and brag about you know, our anniversary. But I think this is a a practice that can be applied to anything in
0: life. 100%, a practice, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Because it's not just being able to show up for something, right, and trust that you can deliver. It's also like the the deep work that goes behind being able to show up, just show up, right? That, That wouldn't have been necessarily easy two years ago you know, although it did turn out to be in the end, but like the the first thought, you know, was like, uh, what are we gonna talk about, right? And I was very nervous. And I didn't know I was gonna go, and I'm sure like there was a level of that for you too. But what happened was we just showed up. And yet, you know, like the more I was nervous and anxious about it, and the more it came across a little bit like I was nervous and anxious, And the more I settled in and got comfortable with it by just doing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the more it became really natural and, you know, like seamless on so many levels. And you know, what also makes it things seamless in this, again, is not just about showing up on a podcast, but in everything that you do and everything that you deliver is to just be very honest and upfront about it. Like, you know what? I'm hitting a blank or like, Uh I'm not really sure how to respond to that or I'm not really sure where to take this conversation, right? Like it hasn't necessarily happened or if it has happened maybe like once or twice, but I think there's a level of power in that that wouldn't be there if I tried to camouflage that that and pretend that I knew, you know.
0: Well, there's there's the key because I think culturally we've been almost programmed that we always have to have an answer. Right. <laughs> you know, And, right. and it's, it's kind of fun And in some ways. I think some people, you know, might get annoyed of it, but a lot of times I'm finding myself, you know, when the question comes to me, I'm, I'm going, I don't know.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that, you're able to say that. I don't know because you have worked on the conditioning that makes us that, that drives us to feel shame and guilt and feel less than mm-hmm. say i don't know right that's all conditioning we're supposed to know you yep. should
0: well you're smart You yeah
1: if you're, if you're smart then you should right and as much as we may reject that intellectually there's subconsciously we have accepted a lot of that conditioning and that is very much what is behind the like anxiety and the need to rehearse and be prepared and have control over all these things, because what would happen if we didn't? Well, what would happen if we didn't is that we would feel shame, right? Possibly. Really, really <laughs> feeling shame or guilt or less than is a conditioned way of thinking, because we are believing that we should know, that we're not smart enough if we don't, that we're not good enough if we don't, right so it really is the conditioning that drives the behaviors, drives the anxiety and all of that, right truthfully if all that energy was poured into giving to ourselves and really recognizing things that we do do well, that we can deliver and trusting ourselves instead of responding to the conditioning right, reacting to it Mm -hmm. The mood we really going much further in life, in in, again, not just in this example, right? On many levels, like professionally, you know. Yeah,
0: every everything is connected. Like like, and I was reminded that I was in a workshop yesterday on um on dieting, on uh, our relationship with food. And -hmm. it was interesting because the the uh uh facilitator of the workshop was talking about how your relationship with food is really the relationship that you have with a lot of everything in, in, in life, like how you treat it, how you, you know, and I, and I started, Hmm, that's really true. (laughs) You know, when I started to really look at it deeper. And so it's, it's much like, like, you know, our approach to things and these are habits that we've created uh, some positive habits that we've created over the, over this last, couple of years with our show is you know letting go of of this imagined doom and gloom future kind of a thing that brings that that's all driven by insecurity you know it's like will somebody actually listen to us Will you know like like you know all these different things like so so what's the big deal why even do it if nobody's going to listen well we don't know if nobody's going to listen unless we actually do something and if nobody listens, and and we still find ourselves in the same boat a few years back down the road, oh well. But you know, to sit here and not do anything, thinking that oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. How often- about?
1: what's going to happen. That's the truth, right? We never know exactly. Never.
0: We never know. And, and that's where the world gives us the surprises. You know?
1: Right. And it's, again, we're going back to choice, right? Choosing what you focus on rather than what where you focus on that you want, right? Yeah. Versus focusing on all that you don't want, right? Yeah. Focusing on where you're going versus where you're bent. Because a lot of the rehearsal and a lot of the, the projections that we make predicting the future come from a past experience. Yeah. And we don't realize that we are just perpetuating that same experience over and over again because we continue to focus on it and we believe it to be, we project it to be what it's going to happen. Guess what? It is what's going to happen because that's
0: what we think is gonna happen and (laughs) and we start acting in in according to that and then it's like no surprise oh look see i told you (laughs) you're kind of a thing so it it's letting go of that piece is is really important i um as you know i'm I'm a big fan of michael neal and he was talking the other day uh, about the fact that he was on um, hay house radio for like i don't know 15 years or something like that and on Heos Radio, uh, they had five of the top uh, fortune tellers, like the um, uh, there's another word for that uh, of the not just fortune tellers, that, but they well, they tell the future.
1: Psychics. Psychics. <laughs>
0: yeah, psychics, psychics. That's what it is. Yeah, sorry. Um, and uh, he said he thought it was kind of surprising that none of them had ever, ever won the lottery. <laughs> and it's you know in tongue in cheek you know like you know let's say say you know disempowering you know their abilities but even the top in the world can't truly predict the future and yet we think our little selves have that capacity <laughs> you know, it's interesting and i thought you know you're right you know i can't i I do that. I do that sometimes. You know, when I get insecure, I start thinking about a, a, a future, and it looks like, you know, me living in a van by the river. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's it's a little bit of a it's a little tricky and a little bit of a trap because we don't actually think that we're predicting the future, right? We don't realize what what it is that we're doing.
0: Okay. We're yeah. Sure.
1: We just we just absolutely believe that that's what's going to happen. Just
0: happen. It's even
1: worse, right? It's even worse. It's the moment that you pause on that and you reflect on it. It's like what you're doing is you're actually trying to predict the future. Yeah. And, and the moment that you do that and you really question that is the moment that you see, well, yeah, this is really actually I'm trying to be a psychic, right? Mm-hmm. We just believe it blindly, because it's conditioned behavior
0: right
1: so we go into this loop of reacting to a future that hasn't happened yet and we don't even know that that's what we're doing we just think that we're reacting to something that's just true
0: well and it and and for some reason we also think that it helps us prepare for the worst case scenario
1: right and so the worst case scenario comes because we are prepared for it (laughs)
0: Whoa.
1: <laughs> I mean it is so subtle sometimes. It is so subtle in the ways that it seeps in that even when you have this awareness, you can fall into that belief because it's so automated, so ingrained in who you are that it really is in the pause that we see it. It really is in the in sharing sharing yep. it having a coach or having some, a friend or someone that helps you see a different perspective or helps you notice that this yep. is what you're doing right yep. and obviously the more you do it on your own the more you your thinking the more you notice and the easier it becomes for you to notice and redirect that thinking
0: and that's part of the being the conscious observer so to speak you know and, and it is a practice and but yeah no well uh, I don't know anybody, even some of the most disciplined um, practitioners out there, that don't once in a while get caught up in 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 their un, uh, made up reality. You know, so um,
1: it's a lot easier to fall into that than do the stop and redirect, stop and reflect. Right? Yeah. Just go with what what that automated program that's installed is running uh it's it's effortless but what is not effortless is the crap that you're gonna pick up
0: <laughs> well that, that and all the extra energy that you're gonna spend on
1: right. you know, yeah responding to something that is not there that is no. not necessarily true it's a lot of energy i love that you actually touched upon this because yeah. let's talk about that right let's talk about the amount of energy that it takes for us, and we don't, we're not conscious of it. No. To manage our own anxieties around things, right? Mm -hmm. The amount of uh, actual energy that that anxiety is taking, how draining and exhausting it is at the end of a day that you've been really stressed out. Oh my God, I could like fall asleep Mm -hmm. at 7 p.m absolutely exhausting so i mean you could say i don't mind getting exhausted i don't mind spending the energy well guess what we don't have an infinite reservoir of energy and where you take that energy you can't put it somewhere else right so if you're also interested in creating things and being the creator of your life and shifting things in the direction that you would like your life to shift into you're going to need some energy so It's 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 like if you have a hundred and seventies being used to manage internally your anxieties and rehearse a future that hasn't happened and have a lot of feelings around it and spend all this time talking about it or you know, like curse out loud and get angry at other people because mm-hmm. that's what happens, right? Yeah. That's how stress unfolds. It's not just is draining my energy now you're yelling at your kids now you're yelling at the guy that is not moving fast enough now you're short with people and you're not in the mood and you feel exhausted right if you take all of that out of the picture and use like 70 percent to create what we want to create imagine how your life would change
0: yeah oh yeah 100 percent. and um waldo emerson um there's a quote uh um, do the thing and you'll have the power. And and I love that quote because it it's the reverse of what you're talking about. When I spend all my energy, oh, you know, this is not going to work. Oh, what's, what's, what's this person going to think about? Oh, you know, all this kind of stuff. Instead of just do the thing, you'll have the power. And then, I don't know, Maybe we'll see what shows up. Because you're more than capable of handling anything. Right. I mean, look where you've come. (laughs) You know, like, look back, right? You've probably handled some stuff that you thought, oh, my God, how am I ever going to get past this?
1: I still have those thoughts, right? (laughs) Yeah, I I know.
0: I know. But but here you are. Here you are.
1: Yeah. And really, really what has been helping once that switch (laughs) was flipped for me more recently is constantly getting back to the present moment. What do I need to do today? Yes, okay. those are the things that I need to take action on so that I can make things happen in the future. What is the one thing I can do, the two things or the three things I need to do right now for that, right? Yep. And when the anxiety and the, you know, the resentment or the anger come in, just befriend them. You know, like, I see you, I hear you, it is annoying, it is frustrating, it has been a long time. And just sit with it, really, really feel whatever it is that's coming up. And it really is magical how it starts dissolving because it takes up energy, right? So once that energy is out of the way, now I can think about, okay, what else can I do to move things? What, what else can I focus on? What action can I take? And like really be able to, honestly, like in the end is being able to, to remove the emotional charge from it.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: So again, emotions are, are expressed and, and they dissolve once they're, once they're expressed, right? So they can be expressed in many different ways, but we have control over how we express them in a healthy manner, right? how quickly we express them. But what we tend to do is just oppress them, put them away, avoid yeah, That's them. a
0: lot of energy right there, A lot of
1: energy, because yeah. you're not just putting it away. Now, it's like that ball that you often reference. You're yeah. keeping this ball underwater. Yeah. And you forget about the fact that you're holding it underwater, but you're still putting in the energy to hold it there.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So.
1: Once it's expressed and dissolved and acknowledged and seen and heard, now you can actually like, because you let the ball out, right? Yep. Now it's out. We all see it. It's there. Thank you. What can I do now? You know, like, where can I put this ball?
0: <laughs> well, even, even to, you know, going on, I love the analogy. Thanks for bringing that memory back because, uh, you know, the, the interesting thing about understanding the nature of the ball understanding the nature of feelings and emotions helps you navigate better so like when you do let go of the ball right you understand that the ball is not meant to be held underneath the water it's not meant to be there right and so it's so it you when you allow it to surface right it it now floats naturally and now you can deal it deal with it in a more natural environment in a natural way and actually it takes n- little effort because 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 that's part of its nature
1: and you can also just get rid of it
0: well that's what i mean like you, like you could you know like there's the like when you're not holding on to it anymore it will it will drift away i don't know if you ever had a beach ball and, and noticed oh it's not on the beach anymore <laughs> it's like you know they have they have a tendency of drifting away
1: They you do that's yeah. that. Definitely how allowing feelings to the surface and be works, you know, like, and yeah, then you get charged again and you're going to do the exercise again. But that takes now a lot less effort than continuously holding that ball down. And
0: well, yeah. Now and your I mean,
1: arms are tired. Now you're getting frustrated with it because it's a lot of effort and it starts affecting all these other parts of your life.
0: And I've noticed myself. And again, it's it's a practice, and 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 you know I'm not saying it happened overnight, but when you notice that holding, we're going to just keep on the analogy. When you keep when you notice that holding down the ball below the surface is not helpful, like it's just a lot of energy, and then you know you also notice how easy it is to sort of let go. There's more energy in hanging on to something than letting go of something, that. It, it starts to become less and less. It's sort of like, oh, I'm holding the ball down again. Shit. Okay. Let it go. Let it go. Kind of a thing. Right? So it's, it, there's a lot of noticing and eventually you start programming better, better habits and you find yourself, you're not touching the hot stove as much as you were before. You're not holding balls down below the water as much as you were doing before. And, and, to me, that's that's part of the process, right? And yeah, you have to go through that. Are you ever going to stop holding onto balls? No.
1: But eventually, sometimes, oftentimes, after a while, the ball may hit you in the face when you get tired of holding it down, right?
0: Well, well totally.
1: That's how it's going to happen. So it's going to come out. Maybe it's not going to hit you in the face, but maybe it's just going to go right behind you. You know, maybe it's just gonna you're gonna lose control of it, you know, <laughs> pop out over there, right, and hit. Well, somebody hopefully, it won't
0: off. hit somebody else.
1: <laughs> right, it won't hit somebody else, but that's that's a classic example of holding on to or anxiety or anger and like suppressing it, and then one person says something, you snap at them, you know, and you're just so angry, like the reaction is too big for that right and that's because that that charge wants to come out so being intentional about how you release it is key because it really now you're in control of how you release it now you're in control of making sure that that energy is dissipating into nothingness versus being you know, like charge up, up, up against somebody else, you know, like start affecting parts of your life and your relationships and maybe your work. And, you know, like if you're trying to do something with someone now, they're not willing to do it, right? Like that kind of energy is going to just show up and get released, not necessarily in a healthy way. And I know we talked about this at nauseam. But that's such an important part of our being that once we master it, it has the power does that one thing come on to change our relationships.
0: Our relationships with everything.
1: With everything.
0: With everything, because it's all connected. And if and and this is what I've just been discovering this last uh, week. I've been in a workshop for a couple of weeks now, and how how it all is connected. You know, the energy that I'm holding on in this area of my life is you know in some quirky way is the same energy that I'm dealing trying to run a business or trying to do this kind of a thing so it it is it is so connected and the one thing that you know holding on to balls and why we find ourselves holding on to these things below the surface for some strange way we think doing that is valuable we've we've got some idea that holding back our feelings holding back to- on something right because right? it has a value that's that's how the ego works it looks at well there must be some value in doing that well no there's not
1: <laughs> yeah, and oftentimes it's not even a conscious
0: well no it's, it's not but yeah, when you huh? start doing the work and, you know, we talk about the work all the time, but part of part of doing the work is being consciously observing what the heck you're doing moment by moment. Right. Oh, am I holding? Oh, geez, I'm holding this ball down. Okay, I, I this is not helpful. Right. right? And so you start working working through that piece all the time.
1: You know, like latching on to what you just said, I think the opposite is probably really important too, right? Start noticing where are the places where my life is seamless and easy and things just happen exactly the way I want them? Because those, both those things can be true at the same time. We're not gonna be that way in everything that we do. There's all these different parts of ourselves, right? There's things that come easy to us and things that are more difficult to us. And so being the observer also means being able to observe when you do things that serve you that feel good and fulfilling and are going exactly where you want
0: them to go. Well, but- and, and, and that's, that's a perfect example. You know, it's the yin and the yang in the sense of like, really, when you're observing that, which is, which I love, which you're talk, talking to because there is, there is those times when things are working well. And when you observe them, pay attention to them. Right. And right. So it's like, Oh, that's working well. Well, do that more.
1: (laughs) Right. You know, like I always say, it's all a blueprint. Yes. So we if you don't like the results you're getting, you don't like the outcomes, the response, the reflection, what's happening in your life, you gotta go back to the blueprint and modify.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But if you do really like what you see and what's coming through, go look at the blueprint. Where can you apply that same exact blueprint in your life, yeah. so that you can get more of what you want in different areas of your life? Well,
0: and and notice, okay, so what? So what state of mind am I in, right? And and one of the things I find when things are working well is I don't have a lot on my mind. <laughs> I'm I'm in a I'm in a more of a flow state. I'm in I'm in a relaxed state. I'm not thinking about my future. I'm not thinking about my past. I'm just kind of doing things and and it's you start to notice more right, right. And i think i think the whole law of attraction i was going to write an article I, I might might get around to doing it later but about it's not so much the law of attraction it's more of a law of noticing
1: right
0: it's mm-hmm. like paying paying attention <laughs> you know to yes. what is coming to you and and then you know and then ha- having that snow globe settle and you have more clarity. And it's like, oh, okay, so this is how it's working. Okay.
1: And, and also, then- I'm noticing how within that specific area that I'm so easy where things always work out, right? How effortless it is. And the reason why it's effortless is because it's an automated behavior, also.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Because you have done it enough times that it's just the way you think, it's just who you are, it's just the way things unfold for you because you know so what i'm pointing to is that it may feel a little overwhelming at first to be like oh my god i gotta go back and redirect my thinking all the time to create a new outcome how exhausting (laughs) well over time the more you do it that way and the more it becomes that that um, automated way of thinking that's not serving you was wired in exactly this way But you don't necessarily have to just wire in negative behavior or thinking. You can also wire in positive behavior and thinking, right? Something that you choose to do in a certain way that you know it's going to give you the results that you want. So once you do it for a while in that way, the effort diminishes. Because now you're automatically going in that direction. And at some point, you even notice, oh, look at that. That's just, I've been just... Responding to things in the way that I want, you know, like you literally find yourself surprised by how easily you have implemented the new behavior or habit or way of thinking. And it it is at that point when it's a habit, it is who you are.
0: Yeah. And, and I love there are good habits and bad habits, and pointing out to the fact that you can create good habits. And this is part of it, right? You're rewiring, you know, the, the, the brain has that ability to recreate new pathways, and 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 once once your ego sees the value in that, it'll get back on board, right? And it'll become a conscious advocate for you.
1: <laughs> it's, going, it's going to serve. It's going to serve your life. It's going to yes. give you what you want because yes. now you have made a conscious, intentional choice of where you want to take things and how you want to behave and show up, right? You are making that decision, not an, you know, like a conditioned belief or like, honestly, sometimes a decision you made when you were five years old, 10 years old, 20 years old, right? Really questioning those choices over time. So I'm not the same person I am in my 40s, then I was in my 20s. I lived twi- twice as much. Yeah. My older I was when I was five, when we talked about this oftentimes too, like we're just dealing with a society where there's like walking, talking adults that are really children that have not grown up. <laughs> we are like interacting with each other. Like we're a bunch of like five, 10 year olds interacting with each other in the bodies of adults
0: and 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 in some cases having tenter tantrums in the middle of malls often. <laughs> or free freeways
1: yeah very often you know like yeah when you look at the behavior sometimes and, and that actually really also helps in, a, in our interaction with others to not take things too personally right wow that person it's unbelievable what he just said or did and it's like it really is wow i feel so much compassion for that 10 year old that never grew up Mm -hmm. yeah it's not about me because we take it personally we make it about ourselves right of course and that's that's where it is key that we really build that relationship with ourselves that we really believe in ourselves that we really learn ways to feel and be enough right become it that way yeah
0: become the expert of you
1: of you yeah, and also become an expert of removing yourself from the situation. Have a different perspective. Get the other person's perspective. A little bit of NLP here, right? Just get in the other person's point of view. Get in the observer's view. See things outside of yourself and the other person. And you'll see how much it's not about. It, it is about that five year old that never grew up and has trauma. It is about that 12 year old that is just acting like a 12-year-old, you know? And, and sometimes we may discover that we are that 12-year-old, right, so have well, compassion That's part
0: of it, yourself. I mean, life reflects back at you, right? You know? Right.
1: You know? Have so, compassion for yourself and, yeah. and go ahead and repair. Go ahead and be honest about it. Go ahead and like, remove the shame and the guilt and just have compassion for that 12-year-old part of you that doesn't quite know how to show up in that situation. And perhaps just sit with that 12-year-old and think about how else can I respond? What else can I do? You yeah. know?
0: So one year.
1: One year. year. One year of just showing up. One just year
0: showing up. Of our with... way. Yep. One
1: year of being radically honest about when we weren't able to show up, right? Yep.
0: And and we're
1: okay with it.
0: Yep. So it's it's really um it's really a, a really an enlightening journey to not have those kind of pressures, right? And we talk about you know throughout our show today about that. So um yeah, I look forward to more conversations. <laughs> seeing seeing where it all goes.
1: Looking forward to our Halloween show.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh when is no. when is halloween this year it is um oh oh i don't even got my calendar up. it's ready it's uh, it's on a tuesday so uh yeah we we should uh, we'll 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 have something we'll have a surprise for you
1: i'm gonna have to dress up okay <laughs> <laughs> i like last year i thought it was so much fun
0: it was. It was. No anyway, pre-
1: no pressure. I'm no just pressure. Putting you on the spot.
0: It's all about having fun now,
1: right? It is. Uh, Hi, my friend, and everyone. If you enjoyed this conversation, and know someone that you feel like could benefit from this, please share the episode. Subscribe. Help us spread the love. Uh, give us your feedback. Give us a re- review. Um, and just help us amplify our message point them in the right direction if there's someone you think could use more of a one on one conversation, we're both available our information is all over the place, you can always reach out to us or if you have any questions or any suggestions or anything you would like us to talk about just reach out
0: absolutely, talk to you soon
1: sounds good, bye for now bye now you so much for joining us we appreciate every listener that is committed to their journey of transformation and if you found value in today's episode join us for the next conversation as we take on a new topic every week subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss any tips and insights
0: your experience of the show means a lot to us so please help us amplify our impact by posting an honest review this action matters to us more than you know you can find us on social media at an honest look podcast and on our YouTube channel at an honest look. Bye for now.
1: Ciao, ciao, and until next time.